All right, my loves, welcome back to the story behind the story. This is the podcast of Red Thread Publishing, where we have short conversations with women who are becoming authors or are already published, not only about their, their writing, but how writing is really helping propel their mission forward. Today, we're joined by Bethany Bagby, who is a co-author of our upcoming book, Feisty. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So in a collaborative author book, everybody writes a chapter and you've written a chapter for Feisty. Uh, what was that writing process like for you? You know, I feel like it's a story that's just been waiting to get out. <laughs> um, and this finally gave me the venue to do so. Um, you know, I grew up, not to give too much of my chapter away, but I grew up in um, a very gender-centric and religious background. And so I always felt deep inside that I, I was meant for more. Like I, I was meant to have a place on a main stage, if you will. But it was really trying to reconcile that with who like my community and my society was telling me I was allowed to be. And so just, you know, life experiences across, you know, I'm, I'm 33. So just uh, traveling across that time and all the experiences that I've had and the choices I've made um, have really just led me to finally being able to use my voice. And so that's what uh, this collaborative book allowed me to do. And so I was um, so blessed and grateful for the opportunity. I love that you bring that up because it's one of the most common pieces that I hear from authors of like, I've had this story for a long time and, and figuring out how to navigate the, the sharing of what it is that we each have to say. Um, why do you think the book is called Feisty? Um, why do you think it's important for women to, to really step up into their feistiness and explore this quality at this day and age? For me, it's for my girls. Um, you know, that even though it was something that uh, I struggled with and I was trying to work through for all those years, I didn't have a real reason. I didn't have that why until I had my first child and found out it was a girl and was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like now, now it, it truly felt real to me that, um, who I was being and um, how I view myself, how I'm showing up in the world, like that translates directly to my children. Now I have two girls. <laughs> so um, for me, more than anything, it's about realizing that the way I grew up and the struggles that the personal struggles that I had, it doesn't have to be that way. And it doesn't have to be that way for my girls. And uh, the more I've been in this space of learning and growing and meeting all these other women, we can come from completely different backgrounds. And we all have this similar story that we felt oppressed in some way or felt like our voice didn't matter. And if we can change that for our girls, change it for the next generation, like what could be more important and impactful for that? Yeah. I'm seeing the the emotion in your face when you share that and, and I always I know when my skin prickles that we're on to something and um and I agree I, I can't think of anything 
more, more significant. And what I hear you saying is, you know, you had this inheritance of how it was and what you're doing is, is shifting that so that it doesn't go on for another generation. Um, that you're, and this goes beyond your book, right? I wanna hear a little bit more about your other work um, and, and how this sharing this story in this context is, is helping your larger work in the world. So I'm the founder of the Family Unity Project, and our main mission is to empower families to create lifelong bonds. And we do that by creating consistent and intentional time together where each member of your family feels seen, heard, and valued. So really taking it back to like your family at home, and like we believe that's where it all starts. So if we are creating this quality time, this connection together, to where we not only create, it's about creating the support system um, and a, a true sense of belonging for our children in our family, in our home. Because when you have that, then you have the freedom to explore who you are as an individual. You know that you're always supported, that you can, you can venture out. And maybe you don't have to go through all the struggle of getting to that place where you're like, oh, I can do anything. I can explore who I am. I can explore what sets me on fire. You know, it's just, a, it's a culture you're creating in your home. And we believe that when you create that in your home, it's going to ripple into our communities and it's going to change our communities as well. When we, when we see each other in our own home, we learn how to see other people and learn that we all bring something different to the table. We have different beliefs, perceptions, and it doesn't make anyone right or wrong. We just get to use that to be better. And so that's what we're creating in the world. No, and I love that. Um, there's, each of us is bringing something so different, right? We're bringing our gifts, we're bringing um, something that's going to make the world better. And, and allowing, I love that you said, you know, allowing each other to be seen, but also that space creates for each individual to figure out who they are instead of figuring out who I'm supposed to be trying to be. Um, and then all of that wrestling that happens when I'm like, I don't feel like I get to be me and I have to just like earn acceptance through contortionism. Um, this is amazing. What's one thing that you'd like to offer a message or your core belief that you just want to make sure gets heard again and again in the world? That what we're talking about creating, it really can be simple and it really can be easy. Like when we're talking about family connection, it doesn't have to be hours on end that were carefully planned and set aside and these like uniquely constructed conversations because like we're big on family dinner like one of our uh like premier programs it focuses on family dinner but we don't expect you to just be able to like sit down and have this in-depth conversation right like the first 12 dinners may be just like oh my gosh I'm just trying to get through this with everyone at the table you know and so it it's really about utilizing those small pockets of time like if you've got 30 minutes great that's fantastic. Like studies show that um, families, this is a, a pre-COVID study, but talked about how families 
are only spending maybe 20 to 30 minutes a day together of quality time. But if that's all you have, that's what you get. That's what you have. Like we get to use it. And use it. And use it. Yeah. Don't, don't and we get to grow from there. Yeah. Right. Don't, it doesn't have to be a, a week long vacation once a year where you actually right. get to connect with your family. No. It's just about learning to use those little small pockets of time. Well, and I love this because for so many, these aren't skills that we just inherited, that we just know how to do this, that we spend time together mm-hmm. and be ourselves, that you're teaching more than one generation how to do this and the kids that grow up with this it's just going to be like yeah duh of course this is how we do things right instead Mm of stretching um and i'm just imagining all of the ripples all of the ways that this is going to have positive benefits for for people to for generations to come um and i have a six-year-old at home and you know, with the internet and two years of pandemic under our belts, the, that whole family dynamic has, has been strained in some way. And so I love um, that you're creating tools for families just to be seen, be heard. And I think that comes back to feisty too, is like figuring out who you are and, and having the safety and the courage to express that um, without, you know, fear of retribution and so on. Yeah. And just go for it. And like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like you get to be you and you get to, especially if you have a family, you get to raise your family in the way that you see fit and everyone else be damned. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I think that's where the feisty comes in. It's just, you know, you know, do you and do what you need to for your family and, uh, societal pressures. Well, and I, and I think that is the essence of feisty. It's, you know, there are, there are, and have been all these pressures to be a certain way. Right. Um, And a lot of them are outdated. A lot of them never were with the individuals in mind. And we do have the capacity and the women who are sharing in this book have taken the opportunity to raise their voices and risk. It is not just always an easy pathway to tell a story it is terrifying to speak our truth and and often speak our truth against this sort of larger pressure to be a certain way but the authors of this book are each taking that risk sort of for the larger community so that we can give that sense of permission um, that sense of oh yeah I can too for thousands of women millions of women yeah absolutely because none of us have reached this magical pinnacle where it's like okay I'm up high on this mountain and I can use my voice now like we it, it is a risk because the rest is still unwritten and we're just taking the chance and we're going to make it work <laughs> um, as we go along you know and so um I, th- I think that most, if all of the authors in this book, we, we've come to this point where we had to make this critical decision and it wasn't easy, but we made it because we knew it was right. And yeah. now, even though it may continue to be hard, we keep going and we're creating this, this sisterhood of people to lean on. Um, so you don't have to do it alone. And so even though it is hard and it is scary, you're not alone. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the message that I want to leave us with because it's so powerful to 
we don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have it figured out. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the best I can step by step by step. And I think that for me, that is the pinnacle. That's as good as it's ever going to get. I never want to get to that place where it's all smooth sailing, that the, it's the community of, of alignment and, and I'm willing to share and I'm willing to listen and I, I can observe and have this community of, of sisterhood, like you said, that just makes all the difference um, that we don't have to be perfect to, to figure out who we are and go make a mess of it, right? Being Pisces, yeah. you don't have to get it right the first time. My, my chapter is largely about how I didn't, how I lost my feisty actually mm-hmm. and and the process of of finding it much much later you know 30 35 years later how how do you reclaim it once once it's been taken um but it, you definitely don't have to have it all sorted out for sure bethany Absolutely. thank you so much for for the work that you're doing in the world for sharing your story in feisty and for joining us on this podcast it's been a pleasure oh the pleasure's on mine thank you so much For more information about Feisty, check the show notes. And to learn more about Bethany's organization, you can learn more about her in the show notes as well.